In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We heard in this Gospel reading of the fourth Sunday of Great Lent several themes. We heard the theme of, if you believe, all things are possible. His disciples were instructed that certain spirits can only be cast out by prayer and fasting. And then our Lord at the end of the Gospel tells his disciples that he will be delivered to the authorities and that he will be put to death, but that he will rise on the third day. Three very important messages in this Gospel as we continue our journey to, to Lazarus Saturday, Palm Sunday, Holy Week, the crucifixion upon the cross and the descent into Hades and Christ's resurrection from the dead, freeing all those that were held captive in Hades and making a way for you and I from this world into the kingdom of heaven. Our Lord says, if you believe, all things are possible. All things are possible, and as the fathers would say, all things are possible that we might be saved. Because you remember the message of John the Baptist and of our Lord. When they began their ministries, they said, it is time for the Lord. They reminded us, repent, for the time is at hand that the Lord is coming. It was a time of forgiveness. It was a time of working on our salvation. And if, in fact, we really believe that Jesus is the Son of li the living God, if we really believe that he could heal that epileptic boy in this gospel, if we really believe that he could give the blind sight and allow the lame to walk and even raise the dead as he did for his friend Lazarus, and as he does for every one of us when we leave this world. If we really believe that salvation is at hand and life eternal is ours for simply believing that Jesus is the Son of the living God and living our lives accordingly and desiring to be with him for all eternity. We're on a journey, and that journey is about working on our salvation. It is working on being able to say yes to the Lord when he offers us life eternal. And our Lord reminds us that the prayer and the fasting that we are doing is not simply an exercise. It is not simply a discipline, but rather it is necessary for our salvation. In fact, prayer and fasting is essential for belief. Because lest we pray and have communication with God, unless we come to know Him, unless we fast to purify our bodies and our minds, we cannot hear the Lord. We cannot feel His presence. We cannot feel the life that He gives us. And prayer and fasting are essential. Even His disciples were greatly blessed by the Lord 
even the disciples who were granted the authority to forgive sins and to heal could not do so without first preparing through prayer and fasting. And our Lord reminds us where this journey brings us that we are on now. He reminds us that it brings us to his betrayal, his crucifixion upon the cross, his descent into Hades, his destruction of the power of death, and his resurrection, and ultimately our resurrection. Let us take the opportunity on this fourth Sunday of Great Lent, as we're nearing the end of this Lenten journey, to be mindful of all those things that are necessary. As I reflected on this gospel, I kept going back to the conversation that Paul and I had in preparing the Holy Week and Pascha video. As we discussed what each of those days meant, it became apparent in my mind that so many of us really do not know God. So many of us think that we know what has happened. We think we know what God has done for us. With each question that was asked, I realized the importance of our understanding of each of those questions. Why did the crowds come on Palm Sunday? Why were they there? They came because Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Jesus stood at that tomb of his friend Lazarus and as a man, he wept and he cried because his friend was dead and lying in the tomb. As God, he also wept. He wept at seeing the works of his hands whom he breathed himself into Adam to give him life and to live for all eternity, to never get sick, never suffer, never die. And yet he saw his friend Lazarus in the tomb, four days decaying, being everything that man was never meant to be. And as God, he called him forth from that tomb and raised him from the dead. And that whole entire Holy Week is our coming to a deeper understanding of precisely who Jesus is, understanding that he is the very one who created the entire cosmos, who created this world, who formed Adam from the dirt of the earth and who breathed life into Adam, putting himself into Adam. He's the same one who made a promise that he would never forget us, never abandon us. And as the second person of the Holy Trinity, the divine Logos, the Word of God created, not created, existing from all eternity, chose to become one of us, lowered himself to be born of the Virgin Mary and to become man precisely so that he could destroy the power of death and make a way for us into the kingdom. He became one of us so he could go to the place where God was not. He became one of us so that he could die on the cross and descend into Hades. But as the author of life, he could not be contained by death. And as the light himself, he shone in the place of darkness and the place of darkness was no more. This is what our Lord means by, he says, if you believe. If you believe, in fact, that the Son of the living God 
is the one sent by God the Father, and that we come to know him and God the Father who sent him as we hear in the funeral gospel that we will have life everlasting for eternal life is to come to know Jesus Christ and God the Father who sent him. And this is our task in this Lenten journey, to come to a deeper understanding of precisely who Jesus is. Yes, to know him in his humanity, but to also know him as the Son of the living God, the second person of the Trinity, the creator of this world. He heals the blind because he formed our eyes from nothingness. He allows the lame to walk because he created our legs. He raises the dead because he is the author of life, the one who breathed life into Adam who was nothing but dirt until God formed him. This is our great God. This is where our journey brings us. And when Jesus says, to, if, you if you believe, all things are possible, he means the very depth of belief and understanding and trust and faith in the living God and knowing who he is. May the living God, the author of life, fill us with life and light and joy and truly make us sons and daughters of the living God. Amen.